Talking Tech Commons podcast from Red Lorry, Yellow Lorry. I'm Tony Fagbowen, and in this episode, the London digital team Errol J. Wabner and Dan Simpson count down their top eight marketing tools and platforms so you can make the most out of your B2B marketing now and 2020. Let's hear what they have to say. So we've got the London digital team here. I feel like this is a millionth podcast that I'm on. Uh, yeah, this is my second podcast, so hey, I'll do my best, see what we can do. I know we're here today to talk about what our favourite B2B marketing tools are. I'm sure everybody out there has a few of their own, but we've kind of picked around eight that we quite like and that we use on a regular basis that stand out to us. Yep, and hopefully these will uh, lead on nicely into uh, 2020. Yeah, so hopefully, let's uh, hope so. Yeah, hopefully I'm sure none of will change n- that much. Yeah, there'll <laughs> be a nugget of conversation and interesting stuff in there, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, let's start with the very first one and the all-time classic, Google Analytics. So this is a web analytics platform that we use to uh, monitor web traffic, where it comes from, and key stats including time on page, bounce rate, and user journey, which all affect SEO. Google Analytics is really good. It's really easy to set up, and it helps you understand where your traffic comes from. It allows you to monitor the success of campaigns and it's versatile and you can look and analyze at all your data and segment it into when you really want to understand. The problem is though, there is a lot of data and it is a huge platform. Data visualization can be a problem and people can get overwhelmed just by the amount of numbers on there. Google's Data Studio, which is expensive, is good for turning that data into reports, but as I said, it is expensive and it can get a bit... Uh, a bit clunky when you're adding it all together especially when you're a smaller company yeah i think i agree with that so it can be difficult to convince clients to add code to their website sometimes uh and some clients don't like sharing the data so it's almost an open window to how your content is performing what's working well what working isn't working and some clients don't want that but for most clients in most cases it makes sense to provide it to a google analytics because how are we going to know if our content's working and your content's making a difference if we can't see the data exactly. and that's the whole point of google analytics exactly so the next tool i thought would be worth talking about is kw finder so kw finder is a tool for finding long tail keywords with low seo difficulty so long tail keywords around two to five word phrases that can you can use including your content to make your content more seo friendly and more discoverable so it doesn't have all the bells and whistles of other packages and seo packages like ahrefs or SEMrush, but it's quite user friendly so we find a lot of people whether they've got seo experience or not can go into kw finder and understand which keywords to include in their content um, it's got great uh, features and metrics like the average monthly searches for a keyword uh, the seo difficulty score and the cost per click if people are thinking of investing in google advertising it also includes lots of free tools as part of the package like a, a backlink analyzer so you can monitor the backlinks of competitors or an seo tools to check things like domain authority or top performing content or competitor site so all in all a pretty good package what isn't so great about it sometimes is you've limited to the amount of keyword look actually you can have so if you're monitoring keywords for lots of clients you're limited to about 100 a day and that can go pretty easily but all in all pretty much a good package it is a great tool i do use this quite a lot use this when we're uh, when we're creating new content for blogs but also when we're doing seo audits for clients we're looking at particular pages what keywords that they're trying to rank for 
and then KW Finder is great for just finding those keywords and really just kind of uh, matching it with the content on the page. Yeah, it's quick and easy to use, so definitely one we recommend to people. Right, the next one that we're going to pick is BuzzSumo. So BuzzSumo is a research and monitoring tool that can look at online content, influencers, and some online media monitoring. It's really good for brainstorming new content and seeing what content works and what doesn't. Its influencer tool is great for creating a list of influencers that you might want to monitor and engage with, and that can look around certain keywords and phrases, but also topics as well. Its downsides, though, the media monitoring side isn't as good as some specialist media monitoring things like Meltwater or Signal, and my opinion, but I don't think the UI is very nice, but there is a new UI coming out very soon. Yeah, UI is a little bit clunky, uh, it's getting better. I think it's great for coming up with uh, detail about what's the best performing content around a specific keyword. If you want to come up with ideas for content, you can just plug in a topic and it will come up with a list of content that's performing well already. So that gives you good ideas for what kind of topics you want to write around an issue. So that's all useful, but yeah, a bit of a clunky AI, but all in all a good tool. So the next one we wanted to talk about is Signal AI. So Signal AI is a media monitoring tool like a Meltwater or a Trendkite. Uh, but unlike those tools, it uses AI rather than Boolean to learn what is coverage and what isn't. So if you have clients that we do like have keywords that can be used in general conversation like nice or seismic, using Boolean can mean we spend a lot of time deleting relevant coverage. Seismic volcano, for example, is an issue for us and you can do a lot to kind of pull those keywords out in the Boolean to make it easier, but no Boolean-based a tool is going to do it fantastically well. AI means it will learn for you. So once it works out what is a piece of coverage and what isn't a piece of coverage, you'll spend a lot of time, less time deleting data, which can only be a good thing. Um, like all tools, though, and media monitoring tools, it isn't perfect. It will miss coverage. Uh, the folder system, from what we've seen so far, when we've seen them from other demos, it can be a bit clunky. Um, each client has multiple folders and it can take up a lot of space, especially if you're an agency that's dealing with multiple clients. But it's a strong tool and the idea of using AI as opposed to Boolean and it actually learning for you is definitely a winner for us. Yeah, I haven't personally used this tool, but AI, well, it's definitely going to be the future of media monitoring. So I'm quite excited to see what really holds once, you, uh, once you've you really started to uh, let the AI work and it starts to learn all about your clients and what you're trying to monitor. I think it will be a game changer. Yes, yeah, me too. And, you know, we're going to talk about a couple of uh, online monitoring tools as well. Hopefully they move to AI sooner or later. So the next tool on the list is Bramwatch. Brandwatch is an online listening tool which goes beyond traditional media and looks at blogs, forums, and public social platforms and a lot more. It's great because it picks up online mentions of your brand, you can track online discussions and visualise your data in easy to process dashboards. The downsides though, it is Boolean based. There is a query wizard that comes with it, but it isn't very good, it's clunky and you're going to miss that fine detail that comes with Boolean. It also pulls in a lot of data and you're going to have to cut a lot of it out and then analyse what's left to create reports for your teams to really understand what is being pulled in. Yeah, we like Brandwatch a lot. Uh, most of our major clients are on Brandwatch now. It gives a fuller picture of what's going on, not just media, but much further beyond that. 
it's handy for understanding the conversations that are going on. So topics like 4K or say you're going to a trade show or you want to understand the conversation around the trade show. But it's all public data. So if you think about it, that's uh, probably 30% of the conversation goes on and say 70% of the data is behind those private messaging services like WhatsApp. Now, the reason we look at it is, uh, is it better to have 30% of the conversation rather than none? Yet we say it's yes, it is. But great tool, helps us understand what's going on beyond the media and a lot of our clients like it for that reason so the next tool we want to talk about is Hootsuite Hootsuite is a social publishing and retail listening tool uh, you can add a lot of your social networks and manage them all in one place if you have multiple feeds adding all your feeds to one platform would save you time when you're scheduling posts so you can for example schedule a week's worth of posts and top it up with timely content which is a, a time saver in itself um, it can be uh, difficult in the user interface it's hard to find some of the content when you're looking for it like the publishing tool or when you schedule a new post it always isn't as easy as you think it is um, what's not so great about it is the GIF library doesn't always work it's a relatively new feature and sometimes the GIFs don't load uh, for platforms like LinkedIn where the API access is restricted by LinkedIn it's difficult to kind of get the same level of posting functionality that you can get through LinkedIn itself so if you want to at mention companies it can be difficult to do that so you can't always find the companies you want to at mention in a post and you can't tag people say you want to uh, tag a colleague you'd have to do that straight from LinkedIn but overall good post uh, it's a good platform and if you're posting lots of content across multiple clients or multiple products Hootsuite's a big time saver yeah I use this tool quite a lot I quite like it it's better than other platforms on the uh, platforms on the market especially at that price level uh, there are different levels uh, for prices and they do go up quite significantly as you climb higher to the enterprise level but all in all great tool the next tool on the list is one that I'm a big advocate of and that is Canva Canva is an online graphic design tool which allows you to create professional level images, animations and more. It's simple to use, it's drag and drop, there's lots of templates and there's a stock image library. You can create professional level images just from dragging, dropping, using the stuff that comes with the platform. Downsides though, you're not going to get the precision and the flexibility as you are with tools like Photoshop. But when it comes to the price, the free version, you will get so much and the premium version is cheap and you will get just ridiculous amount of free images compare it to the adobe stock images they're good quality just like that so definitely worth using yeah so i don't use canva that much uh, dan is our canva expert here uh, but you, from what I've seen, it's great in terms of infographics and creating visual images to go with blogs, for example. So uh, for that alone, it's definitely worth it. Uh, from what I've seen, the professional quality, it's difficult to tell that and the difference between that and something you create in Adobe. And for most companies or agencies, it's going to be a value to them. So definitely an investment worth making. Um, the tool we're going to talk about now is LinkedIn Sales Navigator. So if you've got uh, prospects, etc., on LinkedIn, and many of us do because we're a B2B agency, 
Um, it's a great tool, LinkedIn Sales Navigator, for identifying prospects who are on LinkedIn that you can target content at. So you can find people by their job title, company size, location, and a lot more. You can set up lists to monitor those people and to discover what they're interested in. Um, it's a LinkedIn tool, so it isn't going to get closed down if you scrape it for data like other third-party tools like LinkedIn Helper. And you can use it to create content that will engage your audiences. And then once you understand a little bit more about what they're interested in, you can message them directly to get them to connect with you. So it offers that kind of functionality from end to end, discover what they're interested in, uh, monitor them, and actually engage directly through the platform itself. What it's not so great at, like all the LinkedIn tools, the user experience can, means it's a little bit difficult to use and find data. Uh, there aren't any tools to analyze your data, so you're doing it all manually. Say, for example, you wanted to understand the topics that targets are viewing or the content they're engaging with. You're having to do that yourself, and quite frankly, LinkedIn has all that data, and it's a bit lazy of them not to allow us to do that or provide that data for you to do it. Otherwise, you have to go through all the data, which can be time-consuming. But overall, a good tool and definitely valuable for B2B companies. LinkedIn is such an important tool when it comes to B2B social media marketing. So a tool coming straight from LinkedIn, giving you direct access to the user database is exactly what we need. The only problem, Microsoft's UI is notoriously bad just for all of their UI, for all of their products. So what I would say is Microsoft get it together because you've got so much potential to create a really good tool that will allow B2B marketers to do great things. Yep, absolutely. So I think those are the end of our tools. I uh, hope you like what you hear. Uh, if there's only tools we've missed, or if you want to talk about anything else in the future around tools or tools you're using or things you're interested in around tools, drop us a note, either drop us a note on Twitter or get in touch with us on LinkedIn and hopefully hear from you soon. So there we have it. Google Analytics, KW Finder, BuzzSumo, Signal AI, Brandwatch, Hootsuite, and Sales Navigator are the top B2B marketing tools handpicked by our digital team. How many of them do you use, and what do you think we've missed out? We'd love to hear from you, so drop us a line at hello at rlyl.com or visit us on Twitter and LinkedIn. Don't forget to subscribe for more Talking Tech Comms episodes. Thanks to everyone, Dan, and remember to keep on tracking.